Welcome to Ipsy Weird. I got a question for you. Yep, go for it. What the fuck did Chipotle do to you to make you hate them so much? <laughs> all right, all right, listen, listen. All right, Chipotle didn't do anything to me to hate it. All right, I, I used to go to Chipotle, right? It, there was one right around the corner from my work, and hell, I'd probably eat there once a week, sometimes more than once a week. It was just whatever was convenient at the time. And the guy I was working with, my coworker, because we'd go to lunch all the time, he liked Chipotle a lot. It's like, okay, cool, whatever. But it's like, I just don't. I don't care enough for it, man. It's overpriced for what it is. You're going in there and you're getting a fucking nine dollar burrito that it, it in my opinion, it doesn't satisfy all my needs anyway. I'm not gonna finish the whole thing anyway. I'm gonna waste it because it's no good cold later. Like I've never warmed up Chipotle and, and was like, huh, this is pretty fucking good. Like last week or the week before we went to Qdoba. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it, it, but there's options, right? There's options I can get at Qdoba that I can't get at fucking Chipotle. I like nachos, man. I fucking you get a burrito bowl and get a the thing it's not of chips the same. And the it's literally not the same. It's not the same at all. You right? Just, because it's the it's the it's well, like seasoned ground beef part of the nachos that I wanted, my guy. You gave me a lot of shit the other day. True story. I went to Chipotle. Like I, I should like send you like post up my the text conversation how much shit I got. We'll put the screenshots in the descriptions. Uh, <laughs> for getting some Chipotle. But like it, Dude, I bought a burrito. Special place in hell for you. And then I bought a burrito bowl. Why? Because I was gonna eat that burrito bowl in the next two days. No, it's not it's why? <laughs> it's bad. It sucks. I took that burrito bowl, cut it in half, put half of it in another tortilla, microwaved it. Ate that, and then the next day did the same thing. Especially in the microwave, it's definitely not good the next day. Dude, it'd be one thing if like it tasted fine. No, but like it'd be one thing if the way you do your uh, beefy five layers next day or whatever, if you put it on a skillet with some fucking butter and refry yeah, it. You still gotta heat up the ingredients, and then yeah, I do the same thing. You put it in the microwave, heat up the ingredients, wrap it in a tortilla, throw it on the grill, toast it. I, up. I just I don't know, man. It's just I like I said, I've never had Chipotle the next day and was like. This is pretty good the second time around, because it's not, man. He's, I scarfed out the whole burrito. I was like, fuck, man, I wish I had another burrito right next to me. Listen, when I go to Chipotle, and I get a bowl, all right, I don't I do not do the burrito most of the time, because I don't, I'm not like an avid burrito eater. Uh, it's mostly because I, you know, they always fall apart, and I hate having to dig up the fucking pieces of it and shit, so it's easier for me to just eat the shit with a fork. Um, so I get the burrito bowl. You know, it's either, a, either, either chicken or steak or a combination of the two, depending on what my mood is at the time. Um, and I'll put like fucking sour cream, cheese, corn, fucking lettuce. Um, I don't know. I can't think of everything right now. Uh, black beans, brown rice. Um, yeah, that's it. I think, (laughs) but you know, and I'm eating it and I'm like, okay, this is okay. This is pretty good. Like the first couple bites I'm into it. I'm like, this is pretty good. I'm really, you know, I'm satisfied with this meal. Then like four bites in, I'm like, man, am I still eating this right now? And then by the time I'm like halfway through it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucking tired of this already. I don't want any more of this. You think it's your not so much love of rice? No, because I don't have a problem with rice anymore. It's like, I, I, I get where you're coming from because I used to hate it, right? That used to be my thing. I used to hate rice, but I literally have no problems with it at all anymore. Rice and anything else is fine with me. Fucking, I get rice in the bowl for a reason now because I could easily just omit that, right? You don't need it if you don't want it, right? But I enjoy having it in there now but the flavor of the rice isn't what's killing me right now man because there's no flavor to the fucking rice it's just fucking rice i don't know man like it's whatever seasoning they're using in using in their meats 
it just after a couple bites, I'm like, man, this is just getting a little bit too much for me. A little overwhelming. I can't stand this anymore. I'm halfway through and I'm like, why the fuck am I still eating this? I just spent $11 on it (laughs) and I'm not going to finish the whole goddamn thing. Now, in the grand scheme of things, okay, maybe $11 isn't that much, but goddamn, I could go anywhere else and get just as satisfying of a fucking meal for less than that. I mean, that that is my one issue with Chipotle. It's a bit pricey. Yeah. But it's a bit pricey and I, I, I would like to have two burritos because I'm a yeah, so I mean, you're you're going to you're going to Chipotle. You're spending twenty bucks. Yep. On yourself. No, I'm not spending twenty bucks on myself. But no see, way. I made that twenty bucks last three days. I guess, but I I couldn't eat it the next day. I think it's fucking terrible the next day, and I'm sure that is a very unpopular opinion. I'll be real. I understand. Well, like, like these microwave, like reheat reheating rice in a microwave is not good unless you know some tricks. I well, know some tricks. Yeah, well, that's fair. But like, so here's the thing. And, and maybe this is really where it all stemmed from. I pitched you the perfect fucking meal earlier that day. I'm like, bro, Taco Bell, quesalupa, and a beefy five layer, $6.66. It is agreed between you and I that that is the perfect meal because it comes out to six sixty six. I pitched this to you. I'm like, bro, you got to go get it now. And your response to me, this motherfucker eating Taco Bell on, two, or on lunch. I'm like, fuck yeah, I am. I'm hungry. You should go after work. You have to go after work now. You see, I already had plans because I had a leftover chicken sandwich from Wendy's. And that's respectable. I, so I ate that. That's respectable, but you could have also gotten $6.66 meal. Yeah, but then I, that chicken sandwich would never got eight. No, no, you could have ate that first, and then the Taco Bell could have been your fucking dinner or something. Yeah, but then I would have to leave my house again. So when the fuck did you get the Chipotle? I didn't leave my house to get the Chipotle. Oh, you ordered for delivery? No, someone else went and picked it up. Okay, they could have just as easily gone and picked up the goddamn uh, Taco Bell, too. They, they suggested Chipotle, so... Fuck that. You, you Do they run that house? They were driving to pick up the food up. No, nah, I don't give a fuck. Uh, but it was like a slap in the face, man. I pitched this perfect... You probably haven't even gone to Taco Bell since then. Nope. I've gone twice. I tried to go to Taco Bell this morning for breakfast, but they were closed. Yeah, I, you know, I don't even know what's going on with Taco Bell breakfast anymore. That, that's beside the point. I digress. It, it just, man, I give this to you, and then you slap me in the face with Chipotle. Yep. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You spent all this money on Chipotle. You could have got more food at Taco Bell. And personally, I'm happier with the food that comes out of Taco Bell than I am with the food that comes out of Chipotle. And then, you know, the whole argument, Qdoba versus Chipotle. Okay, again, Qdoba's got seasoned ground beef, buddy. Man, I don't care about the chicken. I don't care about the steak. Don't get me wrong. If I'm going to get a fucking burrito bowl, I'm getting one of those too. Man, I wanted some fucking nachos. Qdoba has nachos. They have seasoned ground beef. I'm, I th- I'm pretty sure you could cobble together nachos at Chipotle. But not with seasoned ground beef. They don't have that. And Their so, steak is fine. They're seasoned, right? And I have this kid, right, that uh, try and pitch to him the idea of eating tacos with chicken or steak in it. Go ahead. Try it. Wait, wait, wait. Huh? He's not going to go for it. This kid of mine. Oh. Right? So if I'm providing dinner for the family and I'm like, we're going to get, you know, tacos or Tex-Mex or whatever you want to call it. I can't go to him and be like, hey, yeah, you know, Chipotle's got chicken tacos. No. He's a kid. He's nine. He wants seasoned ground beef in his tacos because he's a fucking child. I'm a fucking child because I want seasoned ground beef in my nachos. But Qdoba has the seasoned ground beef, right? So I can go order these tacos from Qdoba with ground beef in it. He'll love it. I can get the nachos with ground beef. I'll love it. They have a quesadilla there that you can put the fucking, uh, like an actual, well, I lied. That's not a real quesadilla. When you fold it over and grill it like that, that's not a real quesadilla, but it's called a quesadilla here in America. 
but they've got one of those that's just fucking chicken and cheese in it, right? Everybody is happy when we go to Qdoba. I'm the only one in the house that really gives a shit about Taco Bell. Well, me and my kid are really the only ones in the house that give a shit about Taco Bell. I'd go there fucking every meal. Well, maybe not every meal. I'd get tired of it, but I'm picking that over Chipotle every day of the week. I get. I don't know. I just felt like I got a lot of shit over it. Well, yeah, because well, and I get to, so much. To be shit. fair, you got you kept getting shit over it because you kept bringing it up. Oh yeah, I mean, you you talk about about to eat this burrito from Chipotle after I already gave you a fucking hour's worth of shit for it, and then the next morning about to reheat this Chipotle, <laughs> go fucking fall in a hole, right? I mean, that's it. <laughs> go die. Whatever, man. Eat your fucking Chipotle and choke on it, you fucking yeah, hole. But it's not only Chipotle that I get shit for. You shit on me like I claim, and everybody else will agree with me, of course, that McDonald's is the best fast food. He's king. He's the cl- king co- clown of fast food. Tell me what happened to your fries the other day. They were kind of stale. Kind of stale? That's not what you said on the phone, or on the over text. Well, I overdramatically on the phone. I, 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 you know, I was like, they're stale as fuck. But no, they they're still all right. And you know, threw an extra bit of extra salt on them. Yeah, stale as fuck, huh? You know what? And and then you made the argument. Oh, didn't Taco Bell fuck up your yeah, order the other day? Taco Bell yeah. put fucking tomatoes in your. Yeah, order. they put to- tomatoes on the top of the quesalupa. You know what I did with those fucking tomatoes? Pew! Flicked them right fucking off of that motherfucker. Guess what? I still ate it and I was happy about it. Yeah, you man. know what you can't do with uh, with with uh, stale ass fries? Make them better. They still tasted fine. They're shit when they're stale. They were still good. McDonald's is good at one time and one time only. And that time is precisely 1.05 in the afternoon during lunch rush when there's 10 cars in the line. And you're going to go up there. And you're going to order a 10-piece nugget with a large fry. By the time you get to that window, they've done exhausted all the fucking nuggets and the fries. They're making your shit fresh right there on the spot. You're going to get them in your car. You're going to open it up. The steam is going to waft you in the face. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to bite into that first nugget, and it's going to crunch like a fucking nugget should. That's how my nuggets were fucking last night at 10 o'clock or the other night. And you're going to grab these fries, and they're going to be so fucking hot in your hand that you're aching to get them out of your hand. The fries were fine. Like you, I still, you're saying that like I, I sent you the text because I was making a joke when my stoves, my nuggets are super fresh. The fries are stale as fuck. Stale as fuck and they're terrible. But that was the joke towards you. They're they were fine. They were normal regular fries. They weren't the freshest fries. Okay. But they're still fine. Okay. So you got fresh fries. Good for fucking you. How many times do you get fresh fries when you go to McDonald's? Is it every time? Is it is I, it fifty percent of the time? I say eight out of ten. I get good good fries. Good fries or fresh fries? Good fries. Okay. There's that one time where then you get the the super, like, the perfect day where everything's super good and the fries are perfect. Then there's the one time that it's shit. Now, listen. So 80% of the time, I am happy with my meal at McDonald's. Now, listen. I don't turn down McDonald's either. All right? I eat it, too. This isn't the whole, like, why the fuck do you eat that garbage conversation. This is merely a conversation of, of what's better. I'm sorry. But McDonald's does not win that game for me. McDonald's is the one I go to all the time. Now, here's what I love about McDonald's. Like, all right. I can say Wendy's nuggets are great. Their burgers are awesome. And do I enjoy them? Yes. Are they kind of better than McDonald's? Yes. But I'm not going to Wendy's every single day. Now, here's what or I... every single time I go get fast food. Well, because there's never a convenient Wendy's anyway, right? I mean, like, the closest McDonald's is within, like, arm's reach. No matter where you fucking live. There's like at least 10 McDonald's just in Ypsilanti. We're a tiny city. Before you get to a Wendy's. Right, I know. Like, there's, there's there's three Wendy's in Ypsilanti. And they're all far away. I get that, right? One second, like on the, on the borderline of Belleville. 
Yeah, right. And I get that. There's never a good Wendy's in proximity. When you're hungry and you're hungry now, you're not trying to drive 15 minutes to a fucking Wendy's. You're trying to drive three minutes to a McDonald's that's right around the corner. I get that. But here's what I'm going to say about McDonald's. The, the best thing I'm going to say about McDonald's. All right. People always say Taco Bell is like the, the it's the fourth meal. They, they I don't think they trademarked it, but like that was their, their that was their slogan, their, their catch. It's the fourth meal. It's that 2 a.m. meal. But I'm going to say something. Nothing hits harder than a fucking a, uh, a McDouble and a McChip, McChicken at 2 o'clock in the morning when you're shit-faced. All right. Well, I've never been shit-faced. Nothing hits harder when you're drunk than we're, McDonald's. We'll see tonight because we're drinking right now. But we're not going to get McDonald's tonight. Oh, come on. Man. That'd be the perfect. Well, who's going to get it? There's not a close McDonald's right now. Dude, I'm in West Bloomfield. There's a fucking border around here. Like, fast food is not allowed in proximity of this fucking town. Well, DoorDash it. <clears throat> I'm not DoorDashing fucking McDonald's. It's even worse when you DoorDash it because that's super not fresh when you get it. At least when you go to the store and you pick it up in the drive-thru, at least you have the, the decency of being able to eat the fries while you're driving because everybody eats the fries while they're driving. If they tell you they don't, they're fucking lying. I'm not certain that the DoorDash drivers don't eat the fries while they're driving. But they most likely do. But like, if you have to wait for it to get here, I mean, it's already cold at that point. It's not good anymore. Again, McDonald's has always been so close. I used to be able to drive a minute down the road when I was on that border of like, am I safe to drive? I'm a responsible driver. I'm going to say that now. I don't, I don't get behind the wheel of a car if I think it's too far and I have my limits. Man, we've gotten McDonald's at times after late nights. Just nothing feels better than that fucking McDouble after you've had a lot of McDon- fucking... McDonald's is king. It's not king. It's king when you're drunk, okay? But king when you're drunk is like saying that girl you hooked up with last night that has like a gap in her teeth and a unibrow is, is the best there was. All right, maybe I'm body shaming here. Maybe I shouldn't do that. But I think everybody would univers- universally agree that alcohol impairs your judgments. So when you're drunk, yeah, McDonald's is fucking amazing. When you're not drunk, it's par. I'll give it par. It's not subpar. It's par. It's not above par. It's par at best. And we just spent like 15 minutes talking about fucking McDonald's and Chipotle. I mean, that's what this fucking podcast is about, man. We just we just roll with it. Yeah, I guess so. But like, I don't know if I can exhaust my feelings about McDonald's anymore, man. Like... It's hard for me to keep going on and on and on about McDonald's saying the same thing over and over because the argument doesn't change. Like, the argument doesn't ever change. But that's the thing about a solid argument. It doesn't change. If it's a good fucking argument, there's no need to change it. So I feel like I'm just being repetitive at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I just... McDonald's is like my comfort, man. I mean, I get that. I used to love McDonald's too, man. I used Warm security blanket covered in nuggets. I used to not get McDonald's when I was a kid. My mom hated McDonald's, man. Look, the only time I would get McDonald's was in, like, 7th and 8th grade when I used to go over to my buddy's house, well, his grandma's house after school, wait for him to get picked up, and she'd fucking, like, his grandma would get his McDonald's, like, every fucking day. Like, it wasn't shit. Like, this is fucking awesome. But I didn't get McDonald's when I was a kid. My mom hated it. Like, we had Burger King. I grew up on Burger King, like, every fucking Friday. Because that was the thing. It was, like, every Friday was grocery shopping day. My mom would go grocery shopping, and she'd come home with Burger King. And it was always like the Burger King on, we've talked about road names out here, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was always the Burger King on Ellsworth because it's the closest where she grocery shopped. She would come home with the Burger King from Ellsworth all the way over to our place, which was, I mean, my mother's type person. She'll get on the highway for one exit. So she'd hop on the, the, on 94 from Michigan Ave and then hop right off here on river. But it was still easily a 10 minute drive. So she'd come home with, uh, with Burger King in the bag. that's 10 minutes old. 
And there's there's that Burger King right there on Michigan Ave. Mm-hmm. That's like four minutes from the house. The only time we got that Burger King is if she was already home for the weekend. And then we would go to that Burger King. <laughs> I mean, Grant, like I didn't get a lot of fast food as a kid. Uh, you know, when living with my mother and then when I moved with my my dad, I think we got we got fast food quite often. We used to get pizza a lot too. Yeah, it was mainly like pizza or like other random things, but there's the occasional like fast food was more frequent there. And then when we were all playing World of Warcraft, it was yeah, fuck cooking, like go get go go run up to Burger King or go run to McDonald's and grab some burgers. Yeah. And I think is as an adult, I'm like I'm just I'm lazy. I feel it. Me too. Like, I, don't I don't have shit to make in my fridge. My fridge is pretty bare, actually. Like I, like, I cook. I make a few meals. Like, there's a couple, couple dishes I, I can make. But sometimes you're just like, I don't fucking want to do all that. Just McDonald's, 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 Wendy's, McDonald's, McDonald's. All right, that's been me a lot this week, right? So I've been spending a lot of my time lately. I'm at work. Immediately after I get off work, I'm hooking a left and I'm going down to the hospital to go visit Ashley. During the day, I'm trying to get all my work done and shit, and just open it, man. I don't care if it makes a sound on the mic. Fuck it, that's what we're here for. Um, like, while I'm at work, I'm trying to get my shit done, and I'm like, all right, I don't really have a whole lot of time to fuck around, but I need to take a lunch. So what do I do, man? I pop out of here. I do, like, one of two things, right? There's a Speedway around the corner. Sometimes I'll go over there, I'll chance at them Speedway burgers. Say what you will about them. Man, you can't be fucking with a Speedway roller grill, man. No, not really, right? Like, I fuck with it sometimes, but it fucks you up every single time. You should not be messing with those roller grills. But the Speedway cheeseburgers, man, they're, like... Two for four dollars. They're cheap. They're you're hot. About they're on me the spot. Eating McDonald's and it's shit, and you're over here fucking chewing on some Speedway. I'm not saying it's good. All right, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it's easy. It's there. It's not the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. Yeah, take that as you will. Whatever. You know that was the point of the joke. Um, <laughs> or I go across the way and there's a Taco Bell. Or if I'm going towards the Speedway. So there's actually a third option. If I'm going towards the Speedway. Instead of going to the Speedway, if I take a right at that road, there's a Wendy's there. Sometimes I'll hop on my Wendy's app, see what kind of offers I got. They got that thing. Occasionally, they'll get that free 10-piece with an online mo- order, and I'm like, hit me up with that. What you mean? About to have 20 nuggets up in this bitch. <laughs> you know, order a 10-piece and get a 10-piece for free? No, no, man. You get the, the $5 biggie bag. It comes with fucking 10 nuggets and, uh, and the chicken sandwich, and then you get 10 more free nuggets. Talk about coming home like, oh, I can't move no more. Uh, that's a lot of chicken. But, you know, so there's that occasionally. Also, if we're on the, to- the subject of, uh, of Wendy's, Wendy's is the newest one to the breakfast game. Mostly trash. But that honey buddy, honey butter chicken biscuit, whatever yeah. it is. That's what I had for breakfast this morning. That thing kind of, I mean, it's kind of good. And they're breakfast potatoes, all right? Yeah, they're wedges. They're, they're breakfast I, potatoes. They're fucking wedges. That's all they are, yes. They're wedges. I get that. But they're better than the McDonald's hash browns, man. No, 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 the fuck they're not. Yeah, yeah, they are, man. Fuck no. I threw half mine away this morning. I got wind. She went to Taco Bell this morning for breakfast. Wasn't there. And the next closest thing, which technically a Burger King, but fuck them. No, fuck is them. Is McDonald's. And McDonald's, once again, is king. No doubt, McDonald's is king of fast food breakfast. Below of me. Breakfast, yes. Yes. 100%. We, we'll give them that. They're the king of everything. They're the king of breakfast, 100%. But we can, we can agree on that they're at least the king of breakfast Absolutely. for both of us. Yes. Taco Bell's closed. The best, the best option is to hit that McDonald's right next to the Taco Bell. The only reason Taco Bell's good at breakfast is because honestly, man, that uh, that that breakfast burrito that they got over there, Taco Bell, it's kind of really good. Yeah. Anyways, she drives past the Burger King. You fuck them. Fuck Burger King. Right? She drives past the McDonald's and goes all the way to the edge of Ypsilanti near the Belleville border. We're talking about Rosenville Road right here, and hits up the Wendy's for breakfast. 
This bitch. Like, I mean, that's kind of disappointing, right? I mean, if you're going to drive past a fucking McDonald's and shit and go all the way to fucking Wendy's on Rossonville Road, why? I mean, that's pointless. And I've tried... I've tried their breakfast. Like I, when I first got the breakfast, I got a the sausage sandwich and I got the chicken biscuit sandwich. And then I, because I'm a fat fuck and I wanted to try everything, so I know what to narrow it down to, so I know what my order is. I got like the burrito, or whatever other little thing. So I got the the whole variety basically, mm-hmm. so I could easily judge. I'm like, because, you know, you can get sausage or bacon or whatever, and you kind of you, know, you can just figure it out. I, I got sausage and everything, but fuck bacon. True. But I got their sandwich. And I'm like, I'm eating their fucking sausage sandwich. I'm like, this isn't that good. No, trash. Ate the whole thing anyways because well, yeah. I'm not gonna waste money. Of course. Then you eat the burrito, or I think do they have a burrito? I don't know. I don't think they have a burrito, so we'll scratch that. I might be thinking something else. Then you get that, that chicken sandwich. That's good. Yeah, the honey butter chicken biscuit. That's where it's at. It's good, but like I had that this morning. I had the chicken biscuit with the fucking wedges. I'm like, eh. I like those wedges, man. I don't care for fucking hash brown patties. I'm sorry, Dude, I don't, man. Those hash brown patties are fucking. I will legendary. say this though. I'll say this though. All of them. Every fucking one of them is better than Burger King's shitty little tater tots. Yeah. Those are trash. Yeah. Those can go straight in the fucking garbage. Right in the trash. Right in the fucking garbage. I, like, I don't hate McDonald's hash browns. I don't hate them. I hate Burger King's tater tots. They're fucking awful. Man, like, it's like they tried to, to one-up McDonald's and they're like, oh, we got the same thing, but they're smaller. And they burn them half the time. They're fucking crunchy and you break a tooth on that bitch half the time. I mean, your teeth were all shattered. My teeth are fucked anyway, right? But, yeah, like, I mean, they're, they're mostly fixed now, but <laughs> I spent a lot of fucking money and a lot of pain getting uh, most of these teeth fixed. I still got work to do. I only got one stitch left. That's about to come out, too. I I can't say one good thing about Burger King breakfast, except they used to have the little fucking cinna, uh, cinnamon roll minis or mini cinnamon rolls or whatever. Those were fucking decent. Never had them. They, they were the only good thing there at fucking Burger King. Because, like, I remember when they premiered the French toast sticks, too. Trash. Straight garbage, man. They're fucking, they're stale. It's not good French toast. They give you a little syrup cup to dip them in, but, like, you feel like it's, I don't know, it's fucking flavorless bread. Garbage. Yeah. I mean, the main reason why we were trying to hit up Taco Bell for uh, breakfast this morning because they brung back, they finally brought back the Cinnabon roll. So. They were gone? They were gone. I didn't even realize they were gone. I haven't gotten them in so long. Yeah, they were they were gone. I was like, motherfucker, but they brought them back. And I was trying to get my hands on some of those. Those are fucking good. And I, I, I love those, too. You bite into it and the fucking... The cream inside it just explodes in your mouth, similar to other things. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost it there. Do you remember when McDonald's did like a, it was like the triple decker or whatever the breakfast sandwich? No, they had one for like the 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 biscuit, the McMuffin, and the McGriddle, but it was like all three breakfast meats or some shit on a fucking McGriddle, and it was awesome. I don't remember that. I don't remember exactly what was in it, but I remember having it one time, and I was like, "Damn, this thing's huge!" Ah, fucking cramp my jaw and shit. You ever do that? You ever be eating? You gotta open your mouth up so fucking wide that your jaw actually cramps and locks open. Yeah, that's fucking awful. It happens more frequently with me because my my jaw my jaw was dislocated for a small period of time. Yeah, dude, that's the fucking worst feeling in the world, man. Like I, your jaw gets stuck open, and it's just like ah fuck ah. I can yawn and my jaw gets stuck. It happens to me sometimes too. My jaw will constantly pop. That means you need more potassium in your diet. I just needed a. I just did. And more water. No, what what needed to happen was me not to get punched in the face. Also, you need more water. Probably because all I drink is diet coke. Yeah, and there's like some water in there, sure, because everything's got a base water, right? But I mean, you need more water in your diet, kid. You're dehydrated as fuck. You're getting jaw cramps all the time and shit. Eat some bananas and drink some water. Bananas are gross. Find another way to get potassium. Bananas are gross. 
Yeah. What? Like a banana bread is good. A banana by itself is gross. A banana smoothie's all right. A banana by itself is gross. Arguably, a banana smoothie is trash. But a banana itself is like it's not the best fruit out there. But it's mushy. It's phallic shaped. And who gives a fuck if it's phallic shaped? You eat breadsticks, don't you? That's phallic shaped too. True. But it has a little curve to it. And <laughs> gives a fuck, man. He says they're mushy. So is it a texture thing or is it you just don't want to feel like you're eating a dick? Sure. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Bananas are all right, but. Now, banana <laughs> flavoring, though. Like artificial banana flavoring. Straight garbage. You talking about the, the fucking Laffy Taffy? Yeah, like Laffy Taffy's, banana Laffy Taffy's, or they used that's to have the like best the best Laffy Taffy. No, the strawberry is the best no, Laffy Taffy. No, that can taffy. go right in the garbage, no, man. Banana's trash. Banana's the best one. No, it's that's trash. why it's always gone first. That's never fucking gone first. That's the last goddamn one I eat. I mean, maybe in your fucking. Well, I lied. Pop, I lied. Because I don't even eat the grape ones. Those go straight in the trash. And then like they used to have like the banana runts or whatever they are. Yeah, those are fucking. Those trash. are the best ones. Trash. Dude, I always look for those little fucking, the, who eats runts anymore, but yeah, the right. bananas ones were the best. No, fucking banana, fla- artificial banana flavoring anything is garbage. You remember, they used to have a little fucking like dried out banana chips and shit? Those are so, trash ba- too. Banana chips are gross. Those are fucking trash too. Yeah, banana chips are gross. I remember my mother had a dehydrator and she was making her own banana chips. Fucking gross. Yeah, tr- terrible. Hate them. But, fucking <laughs> banana Laffy Taffy. It's the best. What the fuck is wrong with you? Dude, alright, come on. People that listen to this. We're going to have a poll. Yeah, the non-existent poll. Come on. Banana Laffy Daffy. Trash. Trash or pass. That's all we're going to say about it. Trash or pass. That's somebody, so we can't keep, keep stealing everybody else's bits. We steal everything from everyone, all right? Nobody's listening to this anyway. Who gives a fuck? Are we going to get a little bell? Ding. No, we're not going to do that. We're not going to We're not gonna pass it with the bell because that's going too far. You know, 2021, stealing is whack. I just made that up on the spot. Sure. I don't know. I was trying to I was trying to bite somebody else's bit, you know, because he always opens up like 2021 health is uh, health is wealth. Got to oh. drink this water. Fucking 2019 was like fucking. Let me take a shot of this fireball real quick. I don't pay that much attention. I kind of skip until he starts reacting to the video. <laughs> <laughs> I do that with everybody though. That's to be fair, fair. Hey, I don't need the, the your opening lines and your reactions. Like they're all it's all trash. Man, I listened to uh I watched uh, I watched Shaq. Do the review for or the reaction for the NF song with the Tech Nine Trust? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did I you hate listen Tech Nine? I listened to the song first. You, yeah. I was like, did you listen to the song first yeah. before? Did it? Well, like, well, I saw his, I saw the thumbnail for his video talking about I hate Tech Nine, and then I listened to the song, and as soon as Tech's first comes up, I'm like, oh, this, this is why I fucking hates Tech Nine right here. Tech, he said, Tech, what are you trying to prove? You don't got, you, you're supposed to get slower with age. <laughs> Yeah. I did not watch Shaq's re- uh, reaction to that. It was it was pretty solid, man. Because like as soon as text first comes up, man, he's already done. He already gave up. It's like we got two minutes left of this. <laughs> oh Lord, I can't do two more minutes. I think my favorite thing that Shaq's done it's it's either Worldwide Choppers or it's uh, Speedum. He quit. It's definitely Speedum where he's just like he's just fucking get, after Eminem. He's like I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this song. Yeah, but I think Worldwide Choppers is the one where he quit. No. That's not the one he quit, cause, cause I remember him going all the way through yeah, with uh, Twisted Insane. But there was one song; it might have been Speed Him. He just actually quit. Like he put the headphones up and he walked away. It's good stuff. Yeah, man. Like, 
But I, I was listening to this too, and I was like, God damn, Tech, how do you still do this, man? You've been in this game for too goddamn long. You can't be ripping them verses like this anymore. Slow it down. Yep, and then uh, I guess I don't listen to a lot of NF. All I've listened to for, of MF is the uh, Hobson song and the Tech 9 song. Those are the only two I've listened to as well. But apparently he doesn't swear in his music. Yeah, I caught that, right? Somebody put in the comments, like, good for him. He's got Hop and Tech on a track without even swearing. Yep. I, I, I didn't even catch that, right? Because yeah, I don't I mean, listen to him either. But I didn't even catch that in the two songs he did. Yeah, it's just like Hobson... You listen to any Hobson, Hobson swearing. Oh, yeah. Tech Nine swearing. Oh, yeah. And just to, for them to give them that respect of, like, you know what? I'll, I'll write a fucking, we'll write something and I'm not going to swear in it. Yeah. I didn't even notice it either. Like, I, I have to go that's, back and listen to it. That's when but. it's, that's when, a, like, a song's good when you, like, you listen to it and you go, oh, yeah, I don't miss the swearing. I don't miss it. Doesn't, it doesn't need swearing. It doesn't yeah. need. Yeah, right. All that. Um, you know, Will Smith don't got a custom his raps to sell records. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> so fuck him and so fuck you too. Um, it might be kind of true. I mean, come on, who's who's like fucking? If Eminem didn't swear and was it so crazy, come on, like. It, I, I mean, think. yeah, I mean, it's kind of his pitch, right? But speaking of like reactions and shit, I want to talk a little bit about Hobson's new song, "Alone with Me." I like it. I I really like it, right? But I can't quite put my finger on why I like it so much. But there's just so many like little details in that song. He he. He pulls back to the Ill Mind days, right? And he even has, in, in the video, he's got the little the Ill Mind 5. And if you're listening to it, you can actually hear the Ill Mind 5 beat is in there while yep. that whole skit is going on. And, like, this whole, when you break it down bit by bit, man, this whole song is like a fucking suicide letter. Yeah, it's, it's a man sitting there going, what the fuck's wrong with me? And basically, like, staring at himself in the mirror and basically the, the other side talking to him going, hey, man, the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. Remember all this? Remember this shit? This shit? That shit? You, you're fake. You're this. Like, uh, yeah, it's just the other side. He said you'll always be in the shadow of Joyner Lucas. Um, you'll never be as good as uh, Kendrick and Cole. Yeah. Your uh, child already thinks you're a deadbeat, so why the fuck even bother yeah. and care? Like that shit's hard, man. Because I mean, I'm like I can't say I've been in his shoes, but I, I'm in similar shoes ish. Like I, I, I deal with that crap, and maybe on some level, I mean, you deal with some of that crap and. Yeah, man. When I, when I listen to that song, it's just, it's like, yeah, man, like fucking shit's terrible, and like, like, and he he's of course on another level because he's famous, he's made money, he's should have been successful and happy and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and was it was it that song where he starts talking about how he's struggling to get this undercover prodigy thing up? No, that's a different song. That's a different song because I remember, ah, shit, man. Uh, I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of Hop lately too because it's it's that song kind of brought it all back for me. I I used to listen to a lot of Hop, man. He was I used to be really fucking into him, but then he kind of like he he wasn't putting out new music, so he wasn't as relevant anymore. But then he comes out with this video, this little quick five minute video talking about like, hey, man, you know, I've been in a real rough spot, um, but I've 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 gotten better, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with my life right now, but while I was in that rough spot, I recorded all this music, and I'm still going to release it, and I just want you all to know that, like, this isn't me anymore, but I'm still really proud of this music that I created, so I want to put it out there for you. And then you listen to these tracks, and you're like, God damn, Ob, you was, how tough was it, man? I mean, that, I mean, that's like staring at anybody's life, you know? You can ask me the same. Like I, I'm not smart enough or intelligent enough to you know write music about my life, but I can tell you my struggles, and you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like, right? And the shit I deal with in my head, and the shit I don't fucking tell, the shit I don't tell my best fucking friend. True story. You know, if I were to, if I were to tell you right now, you'd be like, "How the fuck do you deal with this?" You even told me 
way back when the, when the divorce was first coming up, your divorce. Yep. You called me like, how the fuck do you deal with feeling like this all the damn time? Actually, that wasn't even my divorce. I remember that. I thought that was like right after the divorce. No, no, it was um. Well, it was not long after the split up. It was like uh, I don't know, six or so months after the split up. I thought, up. Like, I thought it was like in my head, and I might have like something like the, because I've told your story to a couple other people. Like this is what my fucking buddy's gone through. But it's uh, I might have shortened up or neatened up the story a bit. But it's like I always say, you know, you guys came up here to visit family and whatnot, and then she decided to stay. Yep. And so she sent you back. Who the fuck is ringing my door? Again with the doorbell. Every Hold time on. in your house, you've the goddamn doorbell. All right, pausing. I don't know exactly where I left off in the story, but we'll, I'll just kind of restart it. You and your you and your wife at the time were up here and spent the week here. She decided she wanted to stay in Michigan. Correct. And uh, you, you know, have a job and all your belongings are down in Florida still. Correct. So the plan was for you to fly back. You guys drove up. Fly back down to Florida. Stay there for a while. Get a couple bonuses. You had a couple bonuses coming up. Use that money to pack everything up and move back up. Correct. And then when you, like in my head, like it's like you land, you get home, and then you get a phone call saying, I want a divorce. So that's not really how it played out. We decided to split up before I flew back. There was this whole long, drawn-out conversation. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, there was this whole long conversation on the back porch of her grandma's house. Like, a couple nights before I left. Like, and I'm talking long, like, there was fucking tears, you know, and it was it was hard. We both kind of came to the agreement that our relationship isn't what it used to be, and it isn't what it needs to be. And we're just, we're not really happy, we're just content. We are fighting to keep this together, kind of thing. You know, because there were things about each of us that the other couldn't get over, right? And there were, like, there were certain triggers that would bring memories back into our minds, that, uh, you know, would just kind of ruin the whole mood. Both of us were kind of living with this this guilt forever, right? Because it would be like, we'd be fine. And then all of a sudden, somebody's upset. And and here we are again. And it was like an endless cycle of constant fighting, constantly unhappy. And the right thing was just for us to separate. We We stayed together for so long because of our kid. You know, we were trying to be a good family for our kid. We were trying to be good parents for our kid. Yeah. But we came to realize that, like, the best parents we could be are apart. Yeah, I've always I've always stated that like it is like people will tell you to stay together for the kid, but that is wrong most of the time. I would say ninety ten. That is the wrong move mm-hmm. because your kid will see the fucking he will read the room and he'll un, like it's not gonna be a good living for him. It's toxic and teaches your kid to 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 live the same kind of lifestyle. Like we can take it back real quick to the fucking Hobson song, uh, "Your House." Yep. Where he's talking about his his family, his his mother and his uh uh father would argue and fight, and it's like they would st- they stayed together still when they but they argued and fight and he was like his dad was abusive according to that song, his dad was abusive to him and he saw that his entire life. The best thing probably for that that family would probably prefer them to split. Is he he still says he says he still loves his parents, but it was just a fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, I'm like, man, if they just split up, it probably would have been a fucking lot better. Yeah. But so. Like, my parents, my parents, they split. Like, my dad, to my understanding, I don't know, and I will never ask my dad, but to my understanding, he stayed around so long again until I was, uh, until I was like, seven or so, and he was like, all right, you know, he's I, he's old enough. I, I can I can fucking, we can, I can leave now. Yeah. Um, but basically, back to the point, though, of uh, of that phone call. Yep. So that happened 
so the split up was in July. And I went through, after that, I went through some, you know, I was, I was alone for a while, kind of living in my own head. And then, you know, I met this girl at this apartment complex I worked at. You know, we had not like a relationship, but just kind of like this casual thing going on. But we were friends, too. That went on for a little while. But then, you know, that, that stopped. So I was alone for a little while again. And I started trying to do the dating thing, right? I got on these these apps, which are trash, by the way. Like, oh, I mean, the, the plenty of fish, the tenders. The yeah, and they never work out the way you want them to. Um, and unless you're like a fucking model, and you don't get matches the way people talk about getting matches, maybe I'm just bad at it, right? That's always a possibility. But I went through a couple instances where, you know, I'd talk to people. I, I'd, you know, I'd match with people. I'd talk to people. And then as per usual with these kind of apps, man, you most of the time, and you talk for like two or three days, and then you just never talk again. Never. Uh, but then there was this one that I talked to her for a, a lot for a, a few weeks, and things were going really good. But every time we were going to try and get a chance to meet up, something came up, and we never got a chance to meet up. It kind of all came to a head one day, and her and I just, she decided, you know, we shouldn't talk anymore. And that was kind of like the nail in the coffin for me. It was like the last straw that my whole year, if you will, kind of came to a boiling point where it's like, why the fuck can't I find, you know, a relationship? Why can't I find love? Why can't I find somebody that wants to be with me? I didn't have friends, man. Like at the time I didn't have shit for friends out there. I was by myself. I was in Orlando. The only friend I had was my cousin that lived with me. And he helped me a lot through this, right? Because I wasn't always entirely alone. Whenever I was at my worst, he was there too. You know, that's another reason why I hang on to him for so goddamn long, because he helped me through some shit. But anyway, um, so it all came to a boiling point. A handful of thoughts came through my head. My romantic life is non-existent. My social life is shit. My financial life is shit. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm away from my kid. I don't see my kid. I'm fucking, I feel like a shit father. And, like, all these things are running through my head. And it all comes to a fucking break right there. I've never talked about this like publicly. There are a few people that know about this, but I'm going to, I'll air it out there. Fuck it. (laughs) And Justin, if you're listening, uh, I, I'm sure you remember this, but I came to a break that night. I'm sitting on my bed at the edge of my bed, fucking cradling, rocking back and forth, dude. And I'm fucking tears are running down my face and I'm like hyperventilating and shit. I'm having a full on fucking meltdown. And the only, only fucking thing I could think about was my closet and my belt. That's the only fucking thing I could think about. I uh, I sent a text to my buddy Justin. Just a quick like, hey, love you, brother. Whatever, whatever it was, he knew something was wrong. Like, he fucking knew something was wrong. And he asked me, he's like, you good? Not really. And he calls me. And he talks me off the cliff, right? He walks me off the edge. Walks me away from the edge. <laughs> walks you off the edge. <laughs> he walks me away from the edge. And I come back from it. And I, I'm still in a shit place in my head. But I'm not thinking about my belt anymore. But then I'm talking to you about it. And, like, that's where it comes to mind. How the fuck does he deal with this all the fucking time? Like, all the time, these are the kind of thoughts that are in his head. And how does he live with this all the fucking time and not act on it? And that's when I asked you about it. I was like, man, I can't fucking... I can't deal with this. I remember I was in the fucking parking lot at Zaxby's. Yeah. When uh when when you called me. Yeah, that was late. Uh, I was like I was on my way to bed. Yeah, uh, and I was like, ah, 
I, I, I don't, I don't know how you deal with this, man. I, I can't like, this is fucking, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm fucking losing it. I lost my shit. And you know, um, Oh, when did that, I, I ended up going to Gainesville at one point in time and I can't remember if it, no, I, I ended up going to Gainesville like the next weekend, I think. Because I was like my getaway, you know, to try and clear my head, um, which you know was was good and bad in and of itself. But um, but I had a good time. I went because I went out to Gainesville to go hang out with Justin for the weekend. Like he walked me back from that cliff, and then I was like, "Hey man, come out to Gainesville," you know. And he's like, "Fuck yeah, let me. I'm gonna take a fucking weekend vacation or something. I'll put in PTO for Friday and Monday, and I'll fucking go out to Gainesville." And you know, because it was like a two hour drive, man, it wasn't shit, and it was tough. Like I was in a fucking rough, rough fucking place in my head at that point, and I, I, I don't, I don't know how the fuck I was dealing with it anymore. And honestly, I, I couldn't tell you what I told you that night. I don't remember. Ah, I mean, honestly, I don't really remember either. Uh, I just know the 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 highlight points of it are you can't give up. You know, and I keep trying to relay that back to you sometimes too, when you get into your moments too. The highlight of it was like it sucks, but you can't give up. I mean, you've got shit to live for. In my case, you know, I have a kid. You know, I have family, I have friends. I can't give up. I have to I have to keep fighting. I have to keep going. And I was like the fucking toughest part of my life. I've never been that deep again. I, I like I threw I threw all that away. I, I don't know if you would say it broke me to the point where I just don't care anymore. I mean honestly that's why I've had I mean I'm in a good, happy relationship now. But I had another girlfriend after that, not long after that, like a month or so later. It was not a good relationship, man. Not at all. I mean she fucking mooched off of me and I, I didn't give her affection for shit, but like I had like this not give a fuck attitude anymore. Like, I didn't care anymore. I was like, fuck it. I don't care if I'm finding a fucking relationship anymore. Who gives a fuck anymore? Whatever. Fuck it all. Yeah, see, I'm still there. That's that's my issue is I'm still in the, I don't, fuck you. I don't care. But I still, I still, I break down once a week, once a month. Like the breakdown you're talking about where you're on your bed going, I got a belt and I got a closet. That's fucking the once a month for me, man. The worst part about it though, man. It's like there was a moment in time where I was sure I was going to do it. Because, like, so there's a difference of not being afraid of death. And I, I don't know how you would describe it. But so there's everybody naturally, like, it's human instinct to want to live. Right? Oh, yeah. We, we want to fight. We want to live. And there's one thing. There's a difference between not being afraid of dying. You know, I could be out on the road and get hit by a bus today. But, oh, well, if that's my time to go, it's my time to go. But there's a difference between that and I don't give a shit if I live or die. Like, there's, they're two totally different things. And when you're sitting there in your bed and you're thinking about that fucking closet and you're thinking about that belt, you're not thinking about the asphyxiation part of it. Like, you're not thinking about the pain you're about to go through in the process of it. You're only thinking about the end. Now, if you stop and you take a step back and you think about your your eyes bulging out of your fucking head and your ears bleeding and shit and your nose bleeding and shit, it, it starts to put perspective into things. You're like, damn, this is going to really, really fucking suck for a few minutes. Usually for me, it's like, oh, man, I'm going to shit my pants and I don't want somebody to find me with my, pa- my pants full of shit. So what you do, what you do is you just grab your cock, right? Then it just looks like it was an accident. <laughs> no, but like, honestly, like for real, like what gets me back is, you know, I got to. I can't let Nick down. <laughs> you damn sure can't, man. I'll fucking bring you back to life just to kill you again. Like that—that's that. Honesty is the real thing. It's like, well, fuck. Like, I picture, I picture in my head all the time. All right, this is how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right here. Do it this, and then these. You're in your head. You're like, well, what's the aftermath? What's the aftermath of me killing myself? Who cares? Who shows up to the fun- funeral? And you're like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't do that to Nick. I can't make Nick go to my funeral. Yeah. 
I'd be the only fucking one there, man. Like, <laughs> True. No, but, like, honestly, man, we're not even 30, but we've lost a lot of people. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Some of them closer than others, obviously, right? Like, some of them we may not have hardly known. But, man, I lost a re- we lost a really close friend a couple years ago. We lost another really close friend year before that. And I, I lost an additional friend the, the, the next day. Yeah. Because I had one, uh, one of my friends died, co-worker, then our really close friend. And then a year, you know, year, it was a year later or two years later. I think it was a year. Yeah, it was a year later because it was 17, right? 17, yeah. Yeah, because 18, 18 yeah. is when, yeah. So it was actually not even a full year later. Yeah, not even a full year later. But, like, we've lost a lot of people. We're too fucking young to have lost as many people as we lost already. Man, I don't have anybody else left to lose, man. If, you, if you're if you gone, I <laughs> I can't. Like, I, I have no one else left to lose. Damn sure you can't do that to me. You, yeah. you absolutely can't. Like I'm sorry. That's the main thing is like I can't I can't do that to him. Like I don't know. Like I think about my my family. Like you should be like, well, you what about your sister? What about your dad? Yeah, yeah. that's how that's how I feel. It's just man, I saw my dad yesterday when I went and picked up the package from his house, and like unfortunately, he looked like he doesn't looking. He's not looking too good. No, he's still, he's still eating too many cheeseburgers, man. But I'm a little worried about him. You know, the uh, only reason why I saw him is because he left work early. He doesn't get home from work till 6 o'clock. Okay. I was there at 2.30. Yeah, you know, he uh, he left work early because he wasn't feeling well. And he's already had f- four stints put in his heart. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't really have many left. And like I said, like, the, like, last time I saw him before that was like three, four months ago. And he was sitting there in the kitchen. And he's like, I found the recipe online for the world's best burger. And he's sitting there <laughs> grinding his own meat to make the world's best burger. Yeah, man, that's... <laughs> Some things, so like my uncle George, shit, this was six plus years ago now. It's hard to believe he's been gone that long. But my uncle George, man, he he died so unexpectedly because of exactly that, man. Like they said, he had a heart attack in his sleep. It was like his third heart attack because um, he'd had two previously. He'd already had a heart condition. He's taking fucking baby aspirin regimens and shits, trying to keep him or prevent him from having more heart attacks and shit. But he had like a heart attack in his sleep or something like that. I guess he died peacefully. Which is crazy. I mean, you would think no matter if you're sleeping, you would think a heart attack would fucking wake you up. But that shit's real, man. And, and I I worry about your dad, too, because he's already had four stints in his heart. I mean, he can't be eating cheeseburgers like this. It's Yeah, and he's not supposed to be smoking anymore. I'm pretty sure, like, he he tried to quit, and I think he did quit for a while, but he that, that car is kind of new for him to still have, like, packs of cigarettes kind of floating around. Like, either he's never cleaned that vehicle or he still smokes cigarettes. Yeah. I mean, maybe he slowed it down, maybe, but I don't know. It's tough, man. It's hard to say because. And my dad's like, like he's not like big and white as I. He's a, he's a small he's, guy. He's a small skinny guy. Right, like he's he's fucking what like five foot nothing almost. You know, five five two. Yeah, he's he's a short guy and he's super skinny. And he's got he's nothing there. Yeah, but you know he wasn't looking so hot. Hopefully that was just kind of like a rough day because like when I saw him when he was making the world's the world's best burger, he was he was looking pretty good and. And maybe he's just sick, you know. I mean, it's that, yeah, maybe that just, time of season, allergies yeah. and shit. And hopefully, that's maybe he just he just wasn't feeling well. And hopefully, it's nothing more than him just being a little sick. Right. But like at the end of the day, you know, they say is um, taking your own life, it doesn't solve any problems. It just passes them on to somebody else, right? Yeah, it so it fixes all my problems. It fixes your problems, but then passes them on to me, right? Because now I'm dealing with you gone. <laughs> Right, so it's, I always used to think of it, and it's weird, like, depression and everything like that, like, it's accepting the fact that depression is real, 
was relatively new to me. I mean, like, I went my entire fucking life telling myself, like, oh, depression's not real, man. It's just people who can't control their own emotions, people who can't handle their own fucking emotions. I spent my entire fucking life thinking like that up until, fuck, I don't know, like, four years ago, three and a half, four years ago, something like that. Like, that's when it started to be fucking real. I was like, damn, like, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why I can't deal with this. And that was the hardest part about it is because now that I'm dealing, you know, I don't necessarily deal with it now. But when I was dealing with it, when I had to deal with fucking my own depression, there was still that part of my brain that was like, depression is just people who can't control their own fucking emotions. So now I'm beating myself up about that. Like, why the fuck am I depressed? I can't control my own fucking emotions. What the fuck is wrong with me? There's nothing fucking wrong with me. I just need to get over shit. I need to fucking make myself better. But I couldn't. And I'm struggling. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? I don't care anymore, right? Like, depression isn't real in my head anymore. I still have slumps where I, like, have a bad day. Something, I'll think of something, and it'll fucking put me off, and I'll be like, damn, that kind of sucks. But at the end of the day, it's like, my ability to give a fuck anymore is just dwindling and dwindling and dwindling, so it's whatever. I mean, everybody deals with it in their own ways. Uh, I I eat fucking the best fast food out there. Taco Bell? McDonald's. Trash. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know, and hopefully as as life goes on, I can still keep dealing with it the way I've been dealing with it. You know, some days it's some days it's rough. The worst is when I had a breakdown at work. I mean, you can't. It's hard to hide at work. Yeah. And go cry in a corner for a while. I uh, I can't say I've ever had a breakdown at work necessarily. I I did. I went outside and there's like there's a uh, some woods kind of behind the 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 store and I just sat in there. Damn. Just sat in there for like an hour and a half. How'd you hide for an hour and a half? I mean, I, apparently I wasn't needed. So. That's- <laughs> A whole hour and a half? I'm pretty sure somebody probably called me or something, but I don't know. I just, I sat in there. It felt like an hour and a half. Who knows how long it was in there, but. Three minutes? Three minutes. <laughs> it was it was definitely a good length of time. Yeah. You know, I came back and they're like, I thought you left for the day. They're like, no, I was I was out sweeping up the leaves and shit. Something, you know. Yeah. That's tough, man. Yeah, but you just can't deal. You just, like, shit gets in your head. You know, you, shit from, uh, like, I can still remember my fucking seventh grade teacher telling me that. I'm a fucking failure and a loser, and I will never be do anything good in my life. Well, guess what, bitch? You were right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh. So that's what goes through your head. It's like you're right. I have I I work at a shitty grocery store. <laughs> I have a shitty life. No one likes me. My family gives two shits if I was alive, alive or dead. I got one friend that might care for a week. Damn, a week? That's what's going on in my head. You know, at you know. Damn, I'd care a little bit longer <laughs> than that. A week and a day. <laughs> couple hours no. um, <laughs> uh all right man so listen like on the topic of like jobs and shit and being depressed about your job i want to point out and this is going to sound like really fucking first world problems type of deal i have a nice job i make really nice money you know and my living conditions are are good because of it but the thing that sucks about my job and the reason i'm going to make an argument that your situation is better than mine and i want you to hear it out before you completely disagree yes i make more money than you Yes, I have a higher position or whatever than you do. But if I'm miserable at my job, finding a new job for me, like if I'm miserable in what I do, not just necessarily my job itself, but what I do for a living, property management, man, you can't get out of it. Once you're in it, man, you're fucking in it for life. I can't go anywhere from here. I don't have any other skills or trades that I could take to another job without starting all over from the fucking bottom. And I can't afford to start all over from the bottom. I can't afford to take a pay cut and go back to school, finish an engineering degree, and do something like that, something that I really fucking like to do. I'm fucking stuck in my field, and the only option I have is trying to find another fucking apartment complex or something to work at, which might have 
the same fucking problems. I'm still going to hate it there. It might not pay as well. My level of, prom- like, it's hard to get promoted from where I'm at into something higher because most of the time the position higher doesn't ever fucking leave. You have to hope that you're exemplary and your company expands in order to get a different position. And, or like, you know, my, my buddy, Justin, I mean, congratulations to him. He's, I, he's a, he's a level above me now, technically. He's, we used to be coworkers and then I was his boss for a little while, but he's a level above what I'm at now. He's really close with his, with the fucking, the, the VP of his company. Right, and he busted his ass, and he proved his worth, and he showed he was worthy of this this position that he's at now. I can't just go anywhere and try to get a, a higher position. I can't go anywhere else and start fresh without taking a massive pay cut, and it sucks because I'm over here like looking on positions online, and I'm like, man, maybe I could get into construction, but the only construction positions that pay well enough are like superintendent positions, but I'm not qualified to be a construction superintendent because I don't know enough about construction to be a superintendent. I think about like facilities maintenance, like building maintenance or like uh, factory maintenance and shit like that. That requires knowing how to work on the machines. I don't know how to work on the machines. I don't know shit about working on machines. I can't do that. Nothing else is going to pay in my in my position. Nothing else is going to pay, you know, what I need to make in order to be worth leaving. You, on the other hand, you could go fucking anywhere and make as much money as you're making now or more from the bottom as an entry level position. You could jump into property management right now as an entry-level maintenance technician and make more than you make now. You have options, man. You can go somewhere. You don't go anywhere. You have this this, this fear of trying out new things, which is okay. I'm not knocking you for that. That's not what this is about. We'll get into that. We'll, we'll get into that later. But you have the potential and the ability to go anywhere else that you want to go. You could try anything else. If you could put that fear behind you and leap into something new, entry-level of almost anything is going to pay as much or better than you make now. I, I don't I, I wish I had that. I wish I could go somewhere else. I wish I could start a new career. I hate but, this fucking career path I'm on. But here, here's the thing. Like you okay, so I have such a shit job that it doesn't matter I can go anywhere and either make the exact same or if not a little more. I can pick any path right now. Like I I'm I have the freedom. You're saying I have the freedom to pick any path I want right now. Yeah. But like you end up in the same situation you're in. I pick a path fuck, I don't like this path. Now you've stuck with that path. Right. And that's that's the scary thing, mm-hmm. is I, I can go, let's say, fuck it, let's I, let's go be an electrician. I like, I, I can I can be an electrician. Don't get into skill trades. I'm just going to tell I'm you that. Saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, here's like, I, mean, like, I can go do this. or So, okay, don't do any skill trades. Fucking, what do I got? <laughs> when I say skill, all right, I take that back. Not all skill trades, right? Like, don't be an electrician. Don't be a plumber. Like, those are just... Dude, I watch this electrician walk around the grocery store and just look at stuff and got paid forty bucks an hour to point out things. Oh, he's and he's, write them down. Write he, them he's down. an entirely different level. He's not your standard run of the mill entry level. I, I know, I know, but he's like the guy, right? And until you're the guy, it ain't worth it. But he's I mean, walking down writing down notes. Yeah, they're paying me forty bucks an hour just to fucking yeah. write these notes. I wish I could get that too, man. Like, I wish I could just be like, oh yeah. Uh, wiring on this is the wrong fucking gauge. This needs to be 12 gauge. And it's fucking 14. Got to change all that. We're going to write this up for an estimate. I'm going to send some guys out here to do the work for you. Right? Like, he's coming out here and looking at shit and writing estimates. And he's getting paid more than the people that are doing the actual work. But that's the way life works, man. The more you make, the less work you actually do. Yeah, I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I'm sure we have. But that's the thing. I'm not telling you to go be a fucking electrician. I'm telling you to go be what you want to be. Here's the thing, man. I don't know what I want to be. You got all the time in the world to figure it out, my guy. No, I, I'm already halfway done with my life. I don't know about halfway. Maybe like two fifths. Fifth, right? But, <laughs> like, like I was, I was uh, watching the fucking the last part of the uh, 
uh, Tell Him Steve Dave slash Smodco collaboration that was going on. And it was like, Kevin Smith said, he's like, I didn't know who I was and shit. To this day, I still don't really know who I am. And I, I that hit me a lot. I'm like, yeah, I don't know who I am. I How can I know what to do if I don't know who I am? I get that. I like, do. And I can, I can point at my entire life, man. And it's me trying to fit in somewhere. You know, he's like... Who, like, as a kid, you 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 watch whatever you're like, whatever you're into. You try to, you know, like, I I like skateboarding. Let's go hang out with the skater kids. I don't fit in there. Well, fucking, I uh, I like fucking heavy metal, and fucking rock music, and fucking. Let's go hang out with those guys. I don't fit in over there. Let's go hang out with those goths. I kind of like the way they dress, and they're kind of creepy looking. They're smoking cloves. <laughs> cloves? My sister used to smoke them motherfuckers. She man. was part of the fucking goth funker. No, my sister was not a goth, all right? She'll tell you night and day, like, she was not a goth. There was a time in her life where she wore nothing but black. She dyed her hair black, but she was not fucking goth. Sure. Um, but anyway, but you, you go hang out with them, you don't fit in. You hang out with these guys, you don't fit in. And then you go, I don't fucking fit in anywhere. And then you find this music where it's like, you don't fit in anywhere? Well, hey, come on. You can join us. Woo woo. Exactly. I mean, I didn't fit in anywhere either. But even with that music, we didn't, at least I didn't fit in with those people that listened to that music. I didn't want to fit in with those people, man. <laughs> like, I mean, our entire fucking lives, we've listened to this music. Well, I mean, not so much anymore, but we used to listen to this music. Not according to your Spotify. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> apparently my Spotify wants me to listen to this. It wants me to go down memory lane. But how long did we listen to this music, man? A long fucking time. Fucking 98 to fucking 2000... Uh, Something. Like, uh, late 2011, teens. 2011, 2012. Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. Maybe even further. But, like, these people, these juggalos, right? How often in our entire fucking lives have I ever claimed the status of juggalo? I don't know. Hardly fucking ever. I mean, you. I mean, I don't think you have to claim it, but you're wearing the fucking gear. No, I didn't... I didn't I didn't class myself you, with those you types of people. You fucking bought the spinner hatchet man <laughs> that necklace. Was, that shit was dope, man. No, Fuck it wasn't. You. It that was, shit was amazing. Trash. Oh, man. It was spinning, motherfucker. It's spinning. Man, I was 13 years old rocking that motherfucker. That was dope. But, like, I could not call myself. I mean, when I was younger, it was a little different. But as I got older and I started to see what this mass group of people was like, I didn't want to associate with them. That's part of the reason I started to split away from the music, really. Because when you start to realize you don't want to associate with the people that are listening to this music, probably not a good choice of music to listen to. But, man, like, there was still something about it, right? Even though I didn't want to associate with these group of people, there's still something about sitting in line, standing in line for Hollow Wicked or something, and the whole fucking line is just chanting and, and, and like, singing a, a verse to a song or something. And you're getting into that shit. Yeah, guy pulls up in a car... Just opens his trunk, starts throwing bottles of Fago into the crowd. Right. And, like, and just in the fucking line waiting to get inside. Right. And then people come riding through talking to selling pre-rolls and shit like that. Yeah, you got the, the guys in there being honest like, yo, no, man, I'm trying to buy, buy some crack. Yeah. You want to help me smoke some crack tonight? I, I remember. I tell this story all the fucking time, man. This guy coming through the line talking about, look, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm not trying to get something to eat. I'm not trying to buy anything to drink, man. I'm trying to smoke some crack. Or I'm trying to buy a rock. Will you help me smoke some crack tonight? Man, I think I gave him five bucks. I think you did. Man, like, that's honesty to me. Look. There's, there's the guy that shows up every fucking, uh, every uh, concert and doesn't have a ticket, but he has a sign up saying, kick me in the balls for five bucks. Yeah, right, because he's trying to buy that last minute ticket. Yeah, he's trying to go get a ticket, so he's going around letting people kick him in the nuts so he can go buy a ticket to get to the show. I won't do that. I'm not going to take part in that. I'm sorry, like, because I would cringe. Uh, man. 
fuck, man, kick me in the nuts for five. Fuck that, five bucks. Uh uh-uh, uh, I need a, I need a, a hundo spot or something. <laughs> Shit, you better give me the tickets now. <laughs> but man, like, I don't know. I just didn't want to associate with this this group of people. Um, because you see pictures, and it's always like trashy, right? I mean, these are like the people that straight up. I mean, when you think of like white trash, this is what you think of. And I'm like, damn, I don't want to be part of that. I mean, like with everything, there's also there's like there's, there's always there's, a there's always a the the main face is that yeah. I mean, there, there's the there's the the odd ones out that are respectable people, right? Well, I like to think that we are. Besides the point of that group of people not being the greatest group of people to try to belong to, still you listen to the music, you uh, you listen to the music, you go to the concerts, and you go, man, I don't fit in with these people. Well, yeah. And then we can go back like like Dungeons and Dragons. I don't fit in with the Dungeons and Dragons people. I love that game. I don't fit in with those guys. You need glasses, my guy. Is that what it is? I just put glasses on, I'm good? It. It's over. And you need to, like, speak more nasally. You need to sound like you still live in your mother's basement. I, I probably would. If she never, she didn't abandon me fucking all those years ago, I'd probably be living in my mom's basement. We'd be doing this from my mom's basement. And there'd have to be tape on your glasses, too. Artificial tape just to make it look good. Yeah. Like, they don't actually have to be broken, but they have to look like they're broken. But, like, Magic the Gathering. All these nerdy things. I go to the the game store and play with the guys that are at the game store. I don't fit in with them. Okay. You know why? Hold up. We're going to circle this all back. All of this is going to circle right back to like episode two. You know what I'm going to say right now? No. Casual fandom. Yeah. <laughs> you don't fit in because you're a casual fan. I wouldn't think. I, I've spent yeah, you thousands spend and thousands of dollars on Magic. I build the do decks. You, do I, you participate in tournaments? No. Do you go to gatherings? Do you go to anything other than your close niche of friends? I used to, like, I got bullied and picked on when I went to fucking Magic Games at the at the game store. You know, because you got these snobby douchebags that spent four grand on their deck. Well, fuck them. Those aren't the people you want to play with anyway. Exactly. And then I come in there with a $400 deck, and I get smoked. And they're like, oh, you misplayed there, or you did this wrong, or no, you did that out of turn. I'm like, fuck you. But magic for me has always been just like me, my dad, and a couple like his friends or one of his ex girlfriends and their kids played magic. And then I got met some people in high school that played magic. It's been just a game. But when you go to play with like when you go to talk, not even play games with people that turn at, at stores and be getting tournaments or pre releases or whatever. When you just talk to Joe Blow down the street, you know that also likes magic. You go, oh dude, you like magic? I fucking I like magic. And you try to have a conversation with him. It's like I don't really like this guy. The four people I play magic with, we all we all kind of get along, but we all like it's magic's kind of like for two of them it's like a relatively new thing, and for like me I've been playing magic for fucking ever. The other, the other guys been playing magic forever, but we have like other like little things like music sometimes music and other things. I don't know how we got together as a group of people, but th- these people I like and we all play magic together. But even with them, they they understand the game at a different level than me, or they're getting some better out of it. I don't know. That's because, again, we're going to say this again, too. You have too many hobbies. You don't focus enough on one to get well, good at it. Once again, it's, it's I have so many hobbies because I'm trying to find where I belong. Yeah, I don't belong anywhere either. How many friends do I have out here? One. Motherfucker, he's sitting right in front of me. What kind of gatherings do I go to? None, motherfucker. Yeah, but, like, you got to find, like, you got to find something to be a part of. Like, you got to find, like, I have no meaning for my life. I'm over that shit, man. I don't even care about well, finding a group of people anymore. Like you, like we, we stayed there, and it's probably not what you want in life, but it's what you have, and you like it, and you appreciate it now for what it is. 
Like you're like unfortunately or or fortunately, your life is to raise your son. That's true. It is. And you, you Maybe didn't not pl- well sometimes, but you know. You didn't plan to have a kid. This wasn't your end goal. Like what I want. Like I don't know what you want. Like not this young. Well, not not as young as I did. But it's like, oh shit! I have a kid, and now you have to run. And your life becomes. You know, I have to take care of this kid, and that's what you get. Your some of your like I see you with your kid at times where I can see the joy in your face or like you know you're like yeah that's that's my fucking kid. Yeah, but other times I want to kick him in the face. I mean, you get that with everything. <laughs> I've I've been there for those moments. You're like this fucking kid. I get it, but I can see like and I, when I say I'm like I can understand why people have kids. Like that's a that's a strong strong thing right there. Yeah, I don't have that, and I will never have kids. I will cut my nuts off. I'll do it right now if you want. Let's go. Honestly, like we got the bottle right here. We could sanitize the blade. You could drink a handful of it so you don't feel the pain anymore. We're not gonna waste. Well, I mean, this isn't the best. I mean, I've got other. I got other whiskey up on the fridge. All right, use that. Okay, but like we we you you touched on it a little bit earlier, and uh, it goes back. I was watching. It was an interview with Stevo. Stevo was giving an interview with Violent J of the Insane Clown Posse. Okay. No, I and I watched it because why the fuck not? Right. But in there, Steve-O stated, uh, humans, humanity, humans, we have we have uh, one instinct, and that is to survive. Yep. We have one guarantee. We are not going to survive. Truth. So there's three ways we fix this. One, family. You have a family. Your bloodline continues on. That's a one way to survive. Yeah. Second. Through a legacy of sorts. Yeah. Second, religion. You, 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 Pass. Yeah. <laughs> but religion, so you can believe in something and you... you Form an afterlife. You now know that there's an, there's an afterlife. There's something after death through religion. Third, you gotta uh, gotta make a name for yourself and leave your mark on the world. You gotta be known and leave your mark on the world. I don't fit in. I'm not a family person. I'm not a religion person. So I, that leaves me with really one option: is to leave my mark on this world. I mean, technically, we have left our mark on the world. It may not be for big. three people. It may not be big, but it's technically a mark on the world. We will forever, as long as the internet servers are existing, be on the internet. Yeah, but so I fit. I have to fit into that third category. And you're like, well, fuck. Like, I can't. Like, I'm not gonna have a family. I'm not religious. So my only other option is this. I don't like when you sit there and like you sit there trying to think like, let's make what kind of content can we make? Like, I, I in my head since 2009. I'm like, let's. I need to make. Internet content. It, the, YouTube, the term YouTuber wasn't a term yet. Yeah. And you know, I was watching the channel Awesome People, uh, Nostalgia Critic, uh, Angry Joe, Spoonie, all of them. And I was like, fuck, that's what I want to do. And at the time, I was like, I was fucking 18. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And I couldn't really get anybody. I couldn't get Nick on board. I kind of got you a little. And we, I pitched the idea and we were like, yeah, we should do that. And we never did it. Well, we talked about Floating Runner for fucking years. Probably a decade now we've been talking about floating runner. Yeah, but like we never did anything about it, and then I we, shit, you know, life splits apart and we don't do it. And it's not until you get back here that we try it now. When you look at shit on YouTube, you go, well, why is that? Why is this channel successful? These are two guys. We'll take the we'll take shit I watch. So we got the Super Carlin brothers. They really love the Harry Potter, and they really love Disney and Pixar. They're really knowledgeable about it, and that's what their channel is about. You you go to Matt Colville, or he really loves Dungeons and Dragons, so he talks about that all the time. You go to fucking um, Seth Skorkowski, he really loves all t- other types of RPGs. I feel like you didn't say that right, but that's okay. Seth is Seth Skorkowski. I don't fuck fuck him. He has a stupid last name. My last name's hard to say too. Eat me. 
Um, but he likes like Call of Cthulhu and Cyberpunk and all these other RPGs, and he talks about old school D and D. But that's what he's passionate about. That's like that's his little group, his thing. I don't have a thing. Yeah, because you have too many things. Because I have too I have too many things. Because I'm trying to find my thing. Let's narrow it down. Let's pick something. You and I together. Let's Dude, fucking I've pick tr- something. I've, I don't have that many things anymore. You know, the I, problem is that the the problem is I have so many things because you pick so many things, and then I'm like, yeah, let's get into this thing, and then we do the thing, like. I got into Rubik's Cubes because, I mean, I had one already, but, like, I got into it because you started doing it. I, lock picking. I got into lock picking because you started doing it, and you're like, I'm buying, an, uh, I'm buying a kit. I'm buying you a kit, too. But, see, Rubik's Cubes and lock picks fits into one thing that you like, puzzle solving. Yeah. Lock picks, you can count as a puzzle. Yeah, that's true. Rubik's Cube is a fucking puzzle. It is. Um, so, and you really like puzzle solving. So, those two things that, like, you can't say, well, I introduced to you, but I... Gave you the tools, or you like, you're like, oh yeah, and you know, let's actually fucking try that. Just goes back into your your one thing. They say your one thing's fucking puzzles. You could be fucking Mister Puzzle on YouTube. I feel like there's already a Mister Puzzle. Well, no, I'm saying you could be someone like Mister Puzzle. Okay, but there is somebody on YouTube called Mister Puzzle, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. And then you could also be fucking uh, Chris Ramsey ish. Yeah. yeah, well, because he does puzzles and magic. He does puzzles and magic and puzzles puzzles and magic. And Trey, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry we brought up Chris Ramsey. I know how much you don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> is he because he's Canadian? No, he just, uh, he because Trey is a magician, right? And he just doesn't feel like the magic that Chris Ramsey does is something that anybody should be learning. Yeah, uh, honestly, I don't go to Chris uh, Ramsey for the magic. I yeah, go there for I go the, the puzzle solving. <laughs> yeah, honestly. That's the content I watch him for, too, is the puzzle solving. I used to like when he was doing the the magic tutorials and shit. I watched a handful of those, but I, I mostly go for the puzzle solving. And like he, his couple, of, he has a couple of friends, Chris. Yeah. Ramsey, and I've watched some of their content too. And some of them, some of his friends have been on full us. Yeah. Uh, like Wes Barker, I think his name is. Yeah. Wes. And uh, th- there's another guy, the guy that does the mentalism, um, whose name I can't remember. Scott something. I don't know. Doesn't Whatever. matter. But you have, if we sum it down, it's like Nick, your thing is puzzles and a bit of magic. And magic, once again, can just go into puzzle solving. Good. Yeah. Like it's just like how do you take this card and make it disappear? And you're like you're solving the the problem. It's problem solving. And you fucking love math, so you can bring it all the way back down to fucking math. You, you know what actually really math. comes down to? I just like to fidget. Or that. All we'll of get, it comes down to fidgeting too. Just get a little fidget spinner. I made at work out of a screw and a wire nut. It's just a little fucking a little fidget toy. I take the screw and I screw it into the wire nut, and then I unscrew it off the wire nut, and I screw it back into the wire nut, and just back and forth in this whole fucking. That sounds boring as fuck, dude. But it, it it it's a fidget, and it, it gets me through because I I always have the need to fidget. Like, I I don't sit still. Like there's always a part of my body that's moving, whether it be my foot or my fingers or something. But but like so like you said, you have a thing. You have puzzles and ma- like magic or math or pr- problem solving. You have a thing. I don't have a thing. I have a lot of interest because I'm trying to find a thing. And, you know, you can go down, like, the nerdy route because, you know, maybe a part of you tries to, like, imitate your father in a way. Your father's like, I want to be like my dad. My dad likes Dungeons & Dragons. My dad likes Magic the Gathering. He likes these nerdy things. He likes comic books. He likes fucking Star Wars and Star Trek. So you go down that path and you're like... talking about your dad or mine? (laughs) We could talk... At that point, it could be either one. I feel like the only difference there was the Dungeons & Dragons things. I don't think my dad plays that. Yeah. So, you know... I have those interests because my dad has those interests. And like I, said, I love those things. But, like, when I go to those gaming conventions, I don't feel like I belong near any of those people. I, I really love the game. 
But when I sit down and try to talk to other people at the convention, it's it's no go. I'm like, these guys are, we're not going to click on a any type of level. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. It's just, so, like, Dungeons & Dragons Magic, like, I have, well, like, lockpicking, because I've, I've always had, like, a little interest in lockpicking from, like, a kid. So you try that out, and you go, man, I'm fucking suck at this. Yeah, I'm fucking super out of practice. I have a bag full of locks that I got off of apartments because we were changing the locks and stuff. And I'm, I'm having a hard time with, like, half of them. Like, half of them, half of them are, like, easy, couple clicks here and there, boom, it's open. But then the other half is like, God damn, are these fucking, are these, uh, are these spools? I can't fucking tell if this is a spool. I'm not getting a false set here or anything. Just, it's rough. So I didn't, I didn't get those ones open. Yeah, then you got, like, I was interested in magic as a kid, so I dabbled with that a little bit. And then you come back through, it was like, I have a friend that's a magician down in fucking Florida, and now I know a bunch of magic tricks, and you're like. A bunch? Honestly, a bunch? Look. I can make a pen vanish. Now, what I'm going to do with the pen after it vanishes, I couldn't tell you because I don't, I, I don't have a way to ditch the pen. I haven't figured that out yet. But I can make a pen vanish in one angle, right? Like, if I turn this way, you're going to see it. If I turn this way, it's still okay. But, and I can palm a card in Tenkai, but not great. I can take business cards are the best, right? Because they're like the perfect size for me. But I can take a business card in my two fingers and, like, throw it into the wind where it's gone and then pull it back out of thin air. Like, it just came back. But that's, like, my only fucking move. And that's it. But either way. So, like, I didn't, I didn't dabble, I, I, I didn't dabble any magic after the fact. But, but like, I played fucking, I go, I go real crazy with the nerdy stuff. Like, I have, like, $4,000 in fucking Warhammer 40K. And I've, I haven't played a game in three years. I haven't painted my miniatures. Miniature painting's another thing. Like, I haven't fucked with that. Like, you're saying I have so many hobbies, but I've narrowed all my, like, I play Magic the Gathering. I bought a 3D printer that I've used for, like, a week. Dino dicks. Printed some dinosaur dicks. Or To, I, to clarify, it's not dicks of a dinosaur. It's di- It's dicks that look like dinosaurs. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a dick that has, uh, like, dinosaur legs and, like, little T-Rex arms. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's Yeah, it's funny. You'll have to see it. But, really, I don't, like, I have, like, Magic... And then this this is my main hobby right now is this fucking podcast. Yeah, and this is what I'm trying to put most of my energy into. And like when like magic magic slows down and people stop coming over and hanging out, and then I pack all my magic stuff up. And then out of nowhere, it's like, hey, we're playing magic, and we'll play magic for like two months, and then it'll die back down. But you're saying I have too many hobbies. Like I don't know, I don't know all these hobbies you're talking about. Like I have a lot of interest, but like I haven't played Dungeons and Dragons since fucking high school. I play magic occasionally. We should get you into something that you can make money off of. All right. Let's play poker. I've seen poker is another thing. Like these, there's that big poker craze <clears throat> in the, the early mid two thousands. Everybody fucking loved poker in Texas Hold'em and everybody had a poker set. Everybody was playing poker. We were going over to fucking our buddy's house and playing poker. I can't fucking stand it. The fuck is wrong with you? Poker's great. Texas Hold'em is not the, not the best version of poker. All right. It's a good one. It's one of the best. There are so many variations. I play all of them, man. I like a rotation game. Another, I guess, another interest or hobby. I have too many hobbies. I have a giant collection of board games. My favorite board games to play are bluffing board games. Yeah. I can lie my ass off when I'm playing a board game. But for some reason, when it comes to poker and there's fucking money on the line and shit, I'm fucking more worried about... You have a tell. You have a tell. I don't remember what it is anymore, but I remember you had a tell. You're also actually really shitty at lying. But just between me and you. But I've, I mean, I've known you for 25 years, but maybe I just know when you're lying. But you do this thing where, like, you 
kind of bite your lower lip, and oh. when you when you well, lie I can't stare at myself, so I don't know if that's true or not. But no, play me in a game of fucking uh, bang. I'll fucking I'll mur- I'll lie my ass off so well, you won't know. Bang, fucking resistance, fucking uh, sheriff of Nottingham. We'll, we'll put one of those board games out. Robin fucking, Hood. Um, I mean, it's a Robin Hood thing, yeah. but yeah, fucking I love bluffing games, and I'm fucking people get pissed at me at bluffing games. They're like, you were fucking lying the whole time. It's like. That's the the whole point of the game is, man. Yeah. You were the traitor. You play that so like. Is this Among Us? Um, I don't know where that fucking craze came from either. That game came out two years ago. Because it was all on mobile, then it hit Steam. That's what happened. Is it hit it hit PC, so all the PC guys jumped on it, and then it blew up over yeah. on Twitch and shit. Yeah, that makes sense. But, um, damn, this is starting to run a little over. But I was gonna say like, we could even touch on you know to uh. I don't remember how I was going to tie this in. It had something to do with, with, with games and stuff like that. But I was going to say, like, we could touch on how I got my ass handed to me for hours on end from the same fucking boss. Yeah, we'll, we'll end it on this. So way early on in the uh, fucking beginning of this podcast, what I wanted to do was uh, record Nick's very first playthrough of Dark Souls. Terrible. And uh, we, we did a quick, we did a little dry run of it. And... We're not really that good at commentating over a plan of view. Nick's sitting there trying to focus, and I'm trying to give him vague advice to not, you know, walk him through the game. And that first, like, half hour recorded wasn't really working out, so we like, we'll put that on hold. But you ran into an issue where you don't have any any games to play. Yeah, like, I, I, well, I mean, and like, that's the thing is, like, I have a bunch. I have in my library 81 games or something like that, like, that I could just download right now. But I didn't want to play any of them. Like, I just, I'm going through this this phase of, like, my motivation to play. Because I went through, I bought this PlayStation 5, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to have so much to do until fucking God of War comes out or until till New Horizon game comes out. It'll be great, right? And I went through them all so quickly, so much quicker than I anticipated. Um, Like, I even replayed God of War again. My biggest thing is I wanted Spider-Man. I was like, I'm going to fucking play Spider-Man. And then I platinumed both the, the original and the Miles Morales Spider-Man. And then I fucking played God of War again. And then I ran out of stuff to do. I was like, damn, God of War's done. There's nothing left. It's yeah, over. So I told him, like, fucking just give Dark Souls a try. Fuck my idea of, you know, saving your first play. Just play through it. And I thought you were doing pretty all right. I mean, I was confident at first, too, right? Like, when I picked it up, um, and, and maybe it's because I'd already played this section two times already, but, like, the first boss. I kicked the first boss ass, man. Like, I jumped off the, the ledge there. I... Hit him with the one-two as I'm falling to the ground. And then I got to the ground. I'm like, pa pa pa, Fucking dead, bitch. Eat it. Die. Go to hell. And I get, right, I'm working my way, right? I'm working my way to the second boss. Things are going great. I didn't do it that same day. But, like, the next day, I'm working my way through the second boss. I go down a staircase that I shouldn't have gone down. Oh, yeah. The rock. You can't stop the rock. I ran into this guy at the bottom of the staircase. And he starts running after me, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I try and hit him, like, that didn't do shit. Run, run, run. But it was too late. It was over. I was dead. I was like, well, those souls are gone. I'm never getting those back. Also, I recently learned that you can't have more than one pile of, like. Oh, yeah, no, no. So, like, and I learned this because of how many times I died. Uh, we'll get to that later. But anyway, so I'm like, all right, shake that off. Working my way to the new boss, or to the second boss now. I get to the second boss, and I got, like, halfway through, I think. I at least got a few hits in. And he canned my ass. Fuck, that was hard. And then I was like, you know, I'm done for the night. It's late. I'm tired. But you told me, you gave me a tip. You're like, try use the use the gold pine 
resin. Yep. You know, go up the ladder, kill the guys up there first, and then use the gold pine resin. I was like, damn, I didn't even know there was a ladder there. Because that's the reason I fucking died. These guys at the top just shooting my ass. I couldn't get a fucking hit in edgewise. But I did that. I went up, I killed those guys, and then I popped gold pine resin, and I tore apart the fucking Toro Steven. Tore his ass a new one. Feeling confident as hell. I'm like, yeah, I could fucking do this. I'm working my way to the third boss, man. I, and you told me before even going, I think it was before I even fought him the first time. No, 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 I lied. You made me go all the way to him first, but we'll get to that in a second. I'm going across the bridge, fucking dragon comes through, blows fire at my ass, scared the shit out of me, right? That was a jump scare from hell. I I gave you a tip. I'm like, when you get to the bridge, run to the right. Yep. There's a surprise waiting for you. Yeah, fucking, but it was too late at that point. I'd already seen it at that point. Scared my ass. I jumped. But anyway, we get past that part. I get to where I'm like at the the bonfire, uh, the last bonfire you get before the third boss. You tell me, go up to the third boss. I want to see how far you get first. Uh, I got half, I beat, like I got, I got him, I got his tail cut off halfway down and he kills me. And then you're like, all right, so level up your battle axe to plus five before you go fight him again, blah, 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 Because you're out of gold pine resin. So I'm like, you you used your last gold pine resin. So I'm like, Go plus, get your weapon to plus five, so you have roughly the same amount of damage-ish. Two fucking hours, man. Two or three fucking hours. Over and over and over. I got fucking killed by the same goddamn boss. It was so demoralizing. But just picture how good it's going to feel when you beat him. But if I can't even fucking get through him, how am I going to get through the fucking... The, the hardest one, arguably the hardest one in the game with the fucking, the two people, or the two the two bosses, the big fucking, the big fucking one and the... And the ONS. Yeah, ONS. How the fuck am I going to get through ONS? I'm going to tell you right now, Dark Souls is one of my favorite games. It's so fucking demoralizing, man. but And I still struggle with ONS. It takes me five tries. Five fucking tries. I wish I could beat the third boss in five tries. You know, you get there... Like you have to like it's it's a the point of like part of the game is to study the boss, study his movements, know when he when he when his, when he goes like this, you know to dodge that way, or when you go like that, or when he swings like this, you go when he swings like that, that's my opening. Get my one swing in, back off, wait, watch it out, wait it out. Okay, there's that swing again. Get my free swing in, wait. Yeah, but like so here's the thing. What fucked me up with the goddamn gargoyle. It'd be fine, probably, if it was just the one. Because I got to a point where I was like, I can handle this one. But then the other one comes and he starts blowing fire at you and shit. Yeah, and then the first one, if he's still alive, will be also yeah. breathing on Yeah, and like, how do you get through the fucking fire? You don't, as far as I know. You just don't get hit by it. Yeah, but, like, I can't fucking go nowhere. I'm trapped in fire against the wall at this point. Why are you, like, be in the middle of the... It was too risky to be in the fucking middle. I was trying to keep it one at a time. You can't, you can't keep it one at a time. You can, but, you can get the first gargoyle down before the second one. So one time I did, and that's why I asked you. I asked you because I got the one down. I fucking killed him, and I was like, "Hey, if you kill one, does he come back?" Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You got to do both at the same time. And I was like, "Fuck me, man!" Like, because I got the one down. So you got so close, you got one down, and the other one only spawns with half health. Yeah, but I couldn't fucking get to him because he kept blowing fucking fire at me. I couldn't get around him. Dodge to the fucking right. Yeah, well, you know what? So the last time, before I put the controller down, I said, fuck this. The last time, I took your advice, I, I got humanity, and I summoned the sun guy. Solaire. Solaire. I summoned him at the top. And, uh, dude, this match started, this fucking battle started out beautifully. I was able to dodge that first strike, which I struggle with, right? Because, like, I, I try and dodge it. Sometimes it works, and other times it's like I was just a hair too late. 
but I started this match off. I dodged that first strike perfect. I got a couple hits into him, and I dodged another strike, and I got another hit into him, and then I rolled right off the fucking roof. You, you're learning. You have learned the 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 three hours you've been fighting this boss. You're slowly learning the boss. But I got so fucking like it was my best run, and I rolled right off the fucking roof. Yeah, but see, like I that one could have been it. That one could have been the one, and I rolled right off the fucking roof, dude. But see now, but all this anger, like all this, like oh man, this game's so hard, it's so difficult. I'm no good. This boss keeps kicking my ass. Just imagine that feeling. You will have when it's done. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be the same way I felt when I fucking kicked Sigurd's ass and got a war. I get that, right? Like the, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, game of fucking year. Best there ever was. I get that, right? But and that's what but this then it's going to fucking crush me again the next time I get to another boss. And then you get, it, it constantly releases these, this self-hatred of, like, I, I'm no good. This game is too hard. I'm trash or whatever. And then you, you overcome it. And then you're like, I can fucking do it. And then you get to the next boss. Which I will might add the fourth boss, if you if you go in kind of order, the fourth boss uh is like the game ender. That's the one that people say, Fuck this game, I am done. You're quitting right before that boss. Yeah. I can't even fucking get to that boss. My other friend, he 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 was playing Dark Souls before me, before I even fucking even knew what Dark Souls was. And he was playing it and he's like, No, I this, this there's this this boss is stupid. The way it's designed, the way it's built, fuck this game and he never played it again. And then it was it was a couple years later. I'm like, I mean, like fucking Dark Souls was on sale, and I played it. And I'm like, I'm fucking this game is. I went the wrong way. Like I went I went down the stairs at Firelink instead of up, and I'm down here trying to fight ghosts, and you can't do any damage to them unless you have a special item on you. And I'm like, well, okay, let's down's not the right way. Let's go this way where all the skeletons are at, and you fight through them. Like, These things are tough. These skeletons are tough, but you get through it. There's a sweet-ass two-handed sword sitting there on the tombstone. You pick that bitch up, and you're like, I just got an upgrade. Let's go. Oh, I, I, there's a there's a sword over there. I, I killed them. I don't even think I grabbed that sword. Yeah, well, be, Dark Souls is a game like, you need to find your weapon. Yeah. And I, I recommended the battle axe because it gives you the most damage. And like uh, the Zweihander in the graveyard is pretty good, too. But you pick that up, and I'm going through the fucking the, uh, the catacombs. And it's fucking rough. And those skeletons come back to life because there's necromancers reviving them all the goddamn time. And I'm fighting my way through it. And I am struggling, fighting, and I'm getting through it. And then you hit the bottom and there's fucking, there's fucking pinwheel. And you're like, let's go, boss time. And you smoke them. Pinwheel's like the easiest boss in the game. You smoke them. Murder. Second easiest boss. Ceaseless is the easiest. But you smoke them. Which one's ceaseless? Ceaseless is the one I, I sent you a picture of. Oh, okay. Hey, babe. Because I, I was I was semi-bragging. I was like, yeah, I'll play the game with you. And I was sitting there. It's, yeah, speed running the shit. And I'm like, first boss done. And I'm running through, like, second boss done. And he's like, I'm, I'm not even at the second boss yet. Wow. But uh, but you, you, get through, uh, you get through there, and you're fighting through, and you're in the fucking Tomb of the Giants, and it's pitch black, and you can't see shit. There's little tiny lights that you can kind of follow, but you fall off the cliff because there's little narrow paths, and you fall, and you die. You fall, you die. And I'm getting through it. And you get to a wall and you're like, oh, fuck. I, th- this is endgame territory. I can't even go through this wall. I fought all the way down here, saved at the bonfire down here, and I can't even go through that door yet because I have I need to go do the other shit. I'm going the wrong way. And then you have to fight your whole fucking way back up and back out. And I just said, fuck it, restart. 
I, I put the game down and I watched a bunch of shit on YouTube and I watched a bunch of people play the game. And that's where a lot of my skill comes from is watching these other people play Dark Souls. And my love for Dark Souls comes from like just the lore that it, the game doesn't even tell you the lore of the world. It does, but like in items and shit, you have to read the items and read this or the some of the NPCs will give you little bits here and there and you're like trying to piece it together and these guys on the internet pieced it all together and it's fucking just beautiful. Uh, and, you know, and I appreciate a good lore, right? Like, that's my thing. That's my niche. That's what I want in a game is, like, a solid narrative with good level building. Uh, or the level building. design in this is perfect. Right. And, and well, and it's very, it's very like, fucking Diablo-esque or potentially even D&D-esque, if you will, where it's like you level one stat at a time. Specifically, whatever stat you choose. Well, I'm about, like, the world level design, but, yeah. Okay. But, like, I'm talking, like, character building. So, like, a good lore and character building. Like a, a solid narrative. That's my niche right there. Right? That's why I, I get into shit like, you know, God of War. Because solid, like that was arguably one of the greatest narratives in a game that I've played in a long fucking time. Yeah, God of War was one of the newer, one of the most newest games that I played and couldn't put down. A lot of times I pick up a game that's newer and I'm like, and I just give up after 10, 15 minutes. But God of War, for some reason, that game was like, I got to play this to the end. Well, and like in Horizon Zero Dawn was also similar to that. Like, it's, it's it had such a solid fucking lore to it, a solid narrative to it that I was like, damn, I got to see this through. Like, this is great. And you have it, don't you? You just haven't played it? Yeah, I just haven't played it yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I urge you to play it at some point. I mean, I, I know how you are with games sometimes where you pick it up and you put it down, you know, you never touch it again, but I urge you to play this game at some point. So I get into games like that because it's got that fucking story to it. Hell, that's why I played Kingdom Hearts for as long as I fucking did. Because, like, the first game, solid fucking story to it. The second game, Better fucking story to it. Um, third game. Third game, trash. Uh, I finished it, but I haven't picked it up since I since the first time I finished it. Like, I've never picked it up again since then. That was two years ago. But, yeah. and like the Final Fantasy games, I'm drawn to those. Final Fantasy X, one of the greatest narratives there ever was, arguably. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, it'd be as hard because you got 7 and 10. Like, who do, how do you decide which one has the better story? Now, with the remakes of 7... I think it's going to alter my opinion a lot because the only reason I don't say the original seven has the greatest narrative versus 10, like the reason I think 10 has a better narrative than seven is purely because of the voice acting, right? You have to read the narrative and it's, it's harder for me to get into a narrative yeah. when I have to read it. But we strip that away. Like story alone. Story, story. You got, you got Spira and Xanarkin and the war and the, the battle between the religion and all that. And then you got, Final Fantasy VII, where you're on, uh, you're they're sucking the life energy out of, out the, of planet, the out of the planet, and yeah. there's a terrorist organization that you technically work for that's trying to you know save the planet, mm-hmm. and you got Shinra fighting you and the last of the ancients, last of the ancients, and you're, like all that like yeah, and it's so it's between those two, it's really fucking hard, right? it, and that's why I like the remake so much because it's a whole new telling of an original story. Yeah, uh-huh. but. I don't know the way the the seven remake ended. Uh, they might. I, I have they, to go back and replay it, right? Because I don't remember it that well. I've only done the ending one time. Basically, at the end of the game, they kind of they gave you the nod, going, "We can now do whatever we want." Yeah, like they retconned the whole fucking series. Yeah, they're like, "You you liked it? You liked everything we shown you?" They they added the one the little shadow thing, the whispers, the whispers. They added that, and they added Sethroff at the end of the fight of the game, which doesn't fucking happen. And they added things like. 
we can now bend time and bend reality and tell the story different. But that's what the purpose of the whispers is for, though, is because the whispers are there to try and maintain reality like to, and, and not alter the narrative. That's why when Aerith, at the church, when Aerith falls, the whisper saves her because Aerith does not die there. Now, spoiler alert, if you don't know this already. Fucking this game came out in 97. Fucking who spoiler alert, Aerith dies at the hands of Sephiroth at the end of disc one. Tearjerker. Oh my god, why? I spent yeah. all this time leveling her. Yeah, but like but basically what they said at the end of the game is we can change like yeah. who says that she's gonna die now? Yeah. But well that, I'm excited to see how this plays out though. Right? I've played seven countless times. But I'm excited to see how this remake play, uh, plays out now. Because of I'm worried. I wanted it almost a, I, I wanted the one to one remake. Part of me wants that too. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to hear the same old story all over again. So how many times have we gone through and played Final Fantasy X? It's the same story. I know, and I, I know. I play it over and over because it's great. And then it's it's Final Fantasy VII, which the hardest part about, like, the game's so good and the story's so good, the hardest part about it is the graphics and the reading. Yeah. Like you're saying, like, the voice acting makes the game. But even, like, the boss, like, the um the extra bosses and shit that you don't have to fight but you choose to anyway. Like, Ultima, you fight Ultima so you can get Cloud's best sword. And fucking emerald and ruby weapons. Why the fuck would you put yourself through emerald and ruby weapons? But guess what? I fucking did it anyway, and I didn't cheese it, right? Because there's a if there's a um, there's a limit that you can use on is Kate Sith that'll instant win. There's also the fucking now I did cheese it to an extent because there's the Knights of the Round uh, double summon. <laughs> That's and, the worst and, thing about that game is fucking mimics. summoning. Dude, it's so long. Yeah, it's like 10 minutes. Nights of the round. Like, you like, could sit there and fucking eat a whole goddamn dinner. In the How <laughs> many times can you cast Meteor and watch the world explode? Yeah, or like Sephiroth Supernova. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, you just destroyed everything. How are, how are we still standing here? How'd you do it again? <laughs> but no, like the Knights of the Round cheese, though. Man, that's that's solid cheese. Dual summon, like uh, W summon. You summon Knights of the Round twice. You use the next person to use Mimic to, so he can also <laughs> summon, uh, summon Knights of the Round twice. Fucking great. You keep summon with Phoenix um, as their final summon, or as their final. So if they die, Phoenix comes in and boom, brings them all back to life. Well, that's like using Yojimbo <laughs> and using his instinct. That's different, though, right? Because Yojimbo is guaranteed if you have not trained to do Zanmato. Yeah. Yojimbo is guaranteed. I fucked up on Knights of the Round a lot. Before I finally got it through. Especially like ruby weapons. Even harder than emerald weapon. Emerald weapon's easy if you don't have too many materia equipped. Like minimize it down to just a couple things. W summon. Knights of the round. Mimic. Maybe a couple HP pluses. I think we're getting a little too far. Let's, let's wrap yeah. it back up to. Uh, you, you're talking about. You know. You like games with narrative story. Are you, like, I'm thinking what you're trying to get at is. Dark Souls isn't handing you this, the lore. And that's maybe why you're not getting into it so much. Well and it's kicking my ass. The game's really tough, and it's not giving you that narrative yeah. feel you want to. Like, if if the game was spelling it out for you and giving you like the world building and the narrative, it might be worth the challenge. It might be worth more suffering through it so you can like hear the next piece. Like strategy is so hard for me, man. Like, cause I'm not a strategy guy. I'm a hack and slasher all day long. We all know this. Yeah, you they, they, no button mashing in this game. There, no, you can't. Like, if I fucking try and button mash the attack button, I'm fucked in a loop. It's over. Yep. And then the healing takes so fucking long, oh, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you got to time your healings. You got to time your dodges, time your attacks. Sometimes I double tap that square just to try and get two healings at once because I know the first one's already fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, I already know I'm wasting one. So I might but, like, if you do it twice in a row, it's it's quick. Yeah, you get the double chug. Yeah. No, nah, man. Like, it's it's fucked. Yeah, well, shit, we, we, this is, we haven't gone two hours since, like, episode two. Yeah, I mean, this is probably the longest one we've done in a while. I mean, we're going to cut, like, five minutes out of this because... Oh, yeah, we got to cut, like, five, ten minutes because of the fucking doorbell ringing again. But, like, uh, 
Like this is like the second longest episode we've done. Yeah, and uh, the, what we, what we got in store for the rest of the night? So uh, we got this. What is the Eagle Rare? We're gonna probably pour some more of this in the cup. We had a little tasting while we were doing this, getting a little toasty. Not really. I guess I guess I'm gonna bring the PlayStation downstairs, man, and uh, you're gonna try and get me through this. Yep. So the plan is we're gonna have a little alcohol, a little whiskey to you know. Oh, we should order a pizza. I mean, I ate pizza the other day, but I'll yeah, eat so it again. Not a pizza. Well, we'll we'll figure out. We gotta figure out dinner too. Yeah, but the game plan is we're gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Nick hasn't got to socially drink and like, you know relax with some booze in them. If you listen to the last episode, he's like, "Man, I haven't drunk in so long. I had this Maker's Mark since Christmas." So I'm here. We're gonna, we're gonna chill on the couch. We're gonna drink, and loosen up a bit, and we're gonna play some. Like, I'm gonna try to get him to enjoy Dark Souls. That's my goal tonight. We'll see how it goes. We'll update you next week. <laughs> that said, adios. Hit it. God damn, why do you take so long to hit the button, man? I almost hit the wrong one. Wait, again? Yeah, you saw my finger on the wrong button. <laughs> What are we going to do? Yeah. All right, we're going to have to make this an entirely different color. Yeah, they're, they're too close to the same color. Yeah, or, or move this one down the row a little bit. Maybe. But, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to this getting fucking again. I can't, I can't fucking wait.